0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for Bearcat Rewind today. It is episode number 30 of the podcast. We're talking with the former Northwest Missouri State running back. It is Jordan Grove. Jordan was a three-time national champion with the Bearcats, first when he was redshirting in 2013, then as a sophomore in 2015 and a junior in 2016. Those two games both played in Kansas City to win the national championship over Shepherd and North Alabama, and he came up with some big performances in each of those. Also a two-time first-team All-MIAA member, a Don Hansen honorable mention All-American in 2016, and for his sophomore, junior, and senior seasons, second on the Northwest team in receiving yards behind only Sean Baines. So uh, a guy that's primarily a running back, but as he characterizes it throughout our interview, kind of a utility man for Northwest Missouri State where did a whole lot for the Bearcats in the passing game. And so we'll hear from Jordan Grove coming up today on a Bearcat Rewind. The podcast is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash alumni. We spoke with Jordan Grove about the 2015 team going into the MIAA Hall of Fame this year, winning those three national titles and what it was like coming up as a Bearcat here at Northwest Missouri State University. Jordan Grove is our guest on this edition of Bearcat Rewind. Former Northwest Missouri State running back Jordan Grove joining us here now on Bearcat Rewind. Jordan, appreciate you coming on the podcast, and uh, it's been a little bit different nowadays. We're used to being able to watch, well, heck, the NBA finals right now, probably, Major League Baseball, uh, getting ready for football training camp coming up, but all that kind of wipe, wiped out now with the uh, coronavirus pandemic. For yourself, what's work been like for you, and what have you been up to since you left Northwest Missouri State?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um... In terms of work, I moved down to Kansas City um, last summer after finishing up my MBA at Northwest as well. Uh, I was a grad assistant in the business department. Uh, moved down here to Kansas City and working at the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City as a financial analyst in the IT division. So a um, little different uh, lifestyle working at, at the Fed compared to doing the football thing down at Northwest, but um, I'm enjoying it, and it's a challenge every day, so that's always good.
0: And if you're going into that, you must be good with numbers. So do you ever, uh, you know, break down some tape or do some analytical things and, and throw it back up here to Coach Wright and just say, hey, just, you know, in my spare time I was going through some numbers and stuff and kind of sense of that data?
1: It feels <laughs> I, like it'd be I've up your
0: alley that. now, right?
1: I, I I would enjoy I've actually thought about how there's, like, pro football focus and stuff. And I was like, that would be, like, my dream job is analyzing football data because, I mean, obviously I have a passion for football and i um, pretty good with numbers. So that that would be a, a sweet job, but I, I don't know if that's in the works right now.
0: You'd be the first sabermetrician for the MIAA. So we'll <laughs> work on Mike Racy for that, and we'll get that going for you. Uh, but... In the own your own right, when you're actually on the football field for Northwest, uh, you got here in 2013. Uh, uh, when you redshirted, won a national championship. Congratulations! Played well that year as a redshirt. But then, but actually, 14 through 17, you step up for Northwest, and um, you know, that redshirt freshman year in 14. In a handful of games, you get some experience, but really took off your running back, but the pass catching ability for Jordan Grove was fantastic can you talk about what those years were like and what it was like kind of growing up in this northwest football program
1: oh man it was i mean nothing short of spectacular the teams that i was on during that short time period but um you know just a blessing to be a part of that program and i mean in that time period we won three national championships and. I don't know, however many schools have a a claim like that in that five-year time span. So that was just incredible in its own right. And then um, I walked on in 2013, um, so kind of had to earn my stripes and earn that playing time. So it was a a little bit of a gradual um, working my way into a a starting and heavily contributing role. But um, obviously A lot of hard work paid off and uh, kind of jumped on the scene in 2015 quite a bit and was able to make the most of my opportunities. So um, definitely grateful for that and the opportunities that they provide walk-ons and uh, just that program in general for putting players in good positions to perform well and uh, play to their talents.
0: Well, An Iowa native, you come down to Northwest Missouri State and – as you accept that role as a walk-on and and you're talking with the coaching staff, is there a feeling going in of, Hey, you can work and you can contribute for us, uh, pretty quick. Or was it a feeling of, you know what, it might be my junior senior year before I really see much playing time, but I love football. I I like what Northwest Missouri state's doing. So I'm going to go there.
1: You know, I, I kind of got the sense that it was, it was going to be some work, um, I think they they didn't put too much optimism in my head because I mean, we already had some other good backs and other good backs in my class. So I knew it was going to take a lot of work, but uh, that just kind of gave me a chip on my shoulder and gave me the motivation that I needed to continue to put in extra work. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of something I've prided myself on my whole life is working hard and working to a goal. And I know I'm not going to stop until I achieve that. So, um, that's definitely something that I knew was going to take a lot of work coming in, and then um, just helped me to keep going once I got there.
0: Well, you you dive right in your your sophomore year, you step in, and you have a big year five hundred ninety seven receiving yards, seven touchdowns through the air, also four on the ground. Um, but it just seemed like when the stage was the brightest, when it was the biggest, you, you stepped up and made some huge plays, and you start with that twenty fifteen national championship. 104 yards receiving, uh, he had a couple rushing touchdowns, he also one-for-one passing through the air for 45 yards. Uh, what was that experience like overall of getting into that championship? Uh, you're playing in Kansas City the first time, Northwest, playing in Kansas City um, for a national championship and just kind of soaking in that environment.
1: Yeah, that game that game was incredible. Um, I mean, that place was packed with Bearcat fans, too, which made the atmosphere so great, but... I remember getting in there, warming up, getting in the locker room, and AD was like, all right, get out there, smell the roses, take it in, but then it's time to play ball. We're here to win. And I don't know what it was about, about me, um, in big games, but even dating back to high school, some of my biggest games were in playoff, uh, situations. So I'm not sure what it is, but, um, I think part of it in college was, we had all the, all these other great players. I mean, there were so many weapons to defend and then it kind of left me out in the open. And AD was such a great schemer that, uh, he, he would set plays up, run them a couple times, and then have this other back pocket play that would leave me wide open, um, down the field. So, I mean, d- definitely has a lot to do with the schemes and the, and the game plan, but you know, it was, it was it was an awesome game, and uh, that's definitely a game I'll never forget.
0: That one starts out, and Shepard immediately fumbles, Cast Weidel hops on it. Two plays later, you burst in for a score. Um, and I remember being in the stands for that football game, and as a fan, everybody's kind of, all right, set the tone. Let's go ahead and blow them out. Um, as a player, did you feel like the route was on at that point, or at what point did it kind of feel like, things were definitely going Northwest's way on that day.
1: Yeah. You know, that's when they first started off with that big sack and fumble. I feel like, I mean, the crowd went just nuts. I feel like just then we knew that we had the momentum and I don't think once we had the momentum, anyone was going to stop us. Um, you could definitely feel the crowd feeding into the team and, um, you know, I think it definitely started there with that with that big sack and fumble.
0: You had the first touchdown of that game. You had the last touchdown of the game. Uh, also a seventy four yard touch or reception, I should say, um, in that third quarter. Whenever you look at your days at Northwest, what you did, you did in big games like this. He caught the ball a lot, but he also had some big touchdowns uh, coming out of the backfield how would you describe what position you actually played? Were you a running back? Were you a hybrid tight end, kind of an H-back? What What was Jordan Grove whenever he was at Northwest?
1: <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> That's a question I get a lot when I'm talking to people and they uh, they say, oh, you played football. What position were you? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what position I played. I just kind of did it all, uh, whatever, whatever was needed that day. Um, I think... The best description would just be utility. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think when I got would get recognition, it would be as a fullback slash tight end. So, I mean, I guess you could call it that. But on the roster, I was listed as a running back. But in real, <laughs> realistically, most of what I did was catch the ball. So, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll just throw out utility.
0: <laughs> That's good. When you say utility, we you jump ahead of the 2016 championship game in the snow, in kansas city and the first touchdown of the game is randy schmidt the utility man finding jordan grove the utility man and once again <laughs> northwest off to the races for another big national championship win with uh, with north north alabama i'm not sure if when they came out in the snow if there was much confidence in the first place um but the bearcats just eliminated any chance immediately in that football game what do you take away from that one in 2016
1: that was a once-in-a-lifetime type game with that snow. I mean, it was coming down hard, and it was hard to see in the first place. and In fact, in the cold, too, I remember when we were going out there to warm up, um, half our guys didn't even have sleeves on, and they were all hiding out in the locker room, and a couple of them would come out, and they had sweatshirts on, and they were shivering and looking around like, what the heck is this? <laughs> and so... I think from there, we knew that they were maybe a little intimidated and weren't really ready for that environment. Um, but, you know, it, it was another good game. They were a very talented team. But uh, I think we, we had that toughness edge on them, and we just ultimately had a better game plan. And it, it might have been a little closer if uh, the conditions were a little better, but I still I still think we come out with a victory regardless. But, um, I mean, our defense – held them to basically nothing that entire game that that was absolutely incredible when you're holding uh national championship caliber offense to three points in a a whole game i mean that's just unheard of
0: and back-to-back championship games the defense gives up a combined 10 points the offense uh despite the conditions uh still come out and and um getting it done in the snow and of course um Fantastic against uh, Shepard in 2015. But you look at those two games, those two teams back-to-back, and Northwest also won back-to-back in 98-99. and 99. But with the playmakers that you mentioned already on that offensive side of the football, including yourself, how great that defense was, is there another dominant group or group as dominant you can think of that Division II football may have featured? I mean, that's, that's a pretty tough group to top. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll see, but, I mean, especially those defenses. I don't don't want to take anything away from the offenses that I was on, but, I mean, defenses that consistently were, I don't even know the specific rankings, but top five in nearly every single category. I mean, those guys were absolutely lights out in every facet of the game, whether that's getting to the quarterback or taking the ball away. Um, I mean, They were a bear to practice against, and they definitely made our offense better. But uh, it'd definitely be tough to beat some of those defenses.
0: Some of those matchups in practice, who got the better of who? Was it one-sided at all, or was it uh, kind of back and forth? And you you can be honest now, enough times passed.
1: (laughs) It definitely went back and forth. But I'd say the the defense probably got the better of us. maybe 60-40. I don't know. I don't know if I want to give him that much of an edge, but we definitely had some good battles and practice, and there was a lot of John going on, which made it
0: fun. At the conclusion of that football game and and during the celebration, what are the emotions like of not only winning, but you find out your head coach, Adam Doyle, gets that chance to take the step up, and he goes on to to Division I Abilene Christian, but then uh, defensive coordinator Rich Wright rightfully so deserving of that job steps in as the head coach at Northwest Missouri State what's that like to you know you're, you're proud of one coach getting that promotion but also seeing the other one take that job at Abilene Christian um, the feelings like as a player to see that go down
1: you know I think we all had had heard rumors leading up to that game that AD might be leaving and you know we weren't really sure what to believe and then when he announced it you know I mean it kind of made sense it's obviously sad to see him leave because he's such a great coach and he means so much to the program in the town of Maryville and the players in general, but, um, obviously to see him happy to see him, you know, get that step up that he was looking for and get that extra challenge. So proud and happy for him there. And then also at the same time, coach, right. You know, so very well deserving of a, of a head coach role after what he's done on the defensive side of the ball for however, however many years he's been dominating uh, opposing offenses you know he's he's got that system down and he's a great leader too so um, definitely very well deserving and s- something also to mention that uh many people probably don't even think of is coach Gent. um he went to abilene along with ad who was our running backs coach so that was another adjustment that we had going into my senior year and Gent was a great dude and uh I think we definitely missed him
0: too that next year. Whenever you look at what this coaching staff's been like really going back even to into coach Churchman's days um, but outside of you know um, coach Doral, coach Jen and then just this last off season, we see coach Floor getting a head coaching job here in division two as well but there's so much continuity within the coaching staff as a former player when you look at that how huge is that for not only what they're doing of building the program but also continuing recruiting wise to to have those same faces always around. Yeah,
1: I think it's pretty big just to continue that culture and, you know, they know what it takes to win a championship. They've been around it. They've seen it numerous times and, you know, just continuing that culture and make sure that doesn't fall off because that's such a big reason for the success of the program and the program has had over the years. And, uh, you know, I think it's pretty big for the the incoming recruits to know that the coaches know how to win and, um, are going to be
0: able to continue to do so. Going back to your high school football days, were you a great pass catcher at the time? Were the hands always there? Because your final three years at Northwest, it was Sean Bain number one in receiving yards, Jordan Grove number two and hot in his heels. So is this something that you've always had, or is that a trait that you kind of developed that redshirt year?
1: Yeah, I was actually um, – a receiver, a slot receiver my junior year of high school, or my sophomore and junior year of high school. And then I didn't even play running back until my senior year. Um, so I think that definitely helped me. And, I mean, I, I dedicated a lot of time in the summers in high school catching hundreds of balls a day off a jugs machine. So, um, I mean, that definitely led the foundation of uh, catching the ball and then just learning how to run routes better through upperclassmen receivers
0: up at Northwest definitely helped me a lot. Well, with the the championship win in 15, Northwest Missouri State, that football squad automatically getting inducted into the MIAA Hall of Fame in 2021, and I'm sure it'll be the same for the 2016 team next year. Uh, To be able to go through and the dominance that Northwest has had over the MIAA and to see your team going in, How much does that mean to you? And you kind of look back at what you guys accomplished and now seeing it still, even these, you know, five, six years later being recognized.
1: Yeah, it's definitely an honor. I mean, a great honor to be recognized in in that company. And, um, reflecting back on those years, it's like, holy crap, look at what we did. Um, I mean, that 2016 class, they lost two games in their entire span there. That's just unbelievable. But, um, you know, just, just makes you feel blessed to know that you're a part of that and then uh what comes with that is, is the celebration and get together with the team and seeing guys i hadn't seen in a couple of years so you know that was a lot of fun and um, we'll be looking forward to the 2016 one when it happens
0: you're also there at the federal reserve with uh former northwest missouri state defensive end sean paddock do you guys ever kind of sit back and relive the glory days and tell some stories about northwest
1: you know, I've had a, I've had a couple meetings with him. Uh, we we really don't cross paths a ton, but you know, uh, we we should start a Northwest support group there and just, <laughs> to kick back and, and talk shop.
0: <laughs> you should ask him about when he was playing here. He had just this long mane of hair like halfway down his back, and just kind of always had this look on the football field as defensive end of like kind of a big, scary guy, but. Really nice, soft-spoken off the field, but kind of had a different look when he was actually on the field with the pads on.
1: <laughs> yeah, he had, a, he had a big old ponytail. He's a little more tamed up now. He's still <laughs> I mean, he's still a big old dude with a beard. and I know I know a lot of guys at work are intimidated of him just because of his stature, but he <laughs> doesn't have the flowing mane anymore.
0: Oh, that's good. Uh, well, before we let you go, Jordan, um, got to get you with one more quick hitter. I know you're working a lot from home, but since the virus has hit, is there is there a go to TV show, a book, something you've been binging on? What is keeping Jordan Grove occupied during this time?
1: Oh man, um, I, I've gone through a couple, but lately I've been uh, rewatching seasons of Survivor. Oh wow, um, yeah, it's a I got on a big Survivor kick lately because of my girlfriend, and um, I don't know, I just I just like the strategic portion of it and i like to think that I could go on there someday, but it's probably not very <laughs> realistic with a job, getting out of work for 40 days.
0: You just got to let them know what you're doing, and they'll be like, yeah, we'll, we'll sign off on that.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm looking forward <laughs> we'll, to seeing the, we'll the, see about that. Send in the audition tape, but send us a copy so we can see it too. Okay. <laughs> Jordan, we appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on, talking with us, and reliving some of those days from uh, Northwest Missouri State football.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me
0: thanks once again to Jordan Grove for coming on the podcast and chatting with us today and it seems like we hear that story from so many different players at Northwest Missouri State that you make your way into the program, whether you're getting a scholarship or walking on, you grind it out, make your way within the program, and the results are there. So three national championship rings for Jordan Grove during his time at Northwest. Always great to catch up with him, and hope to see him at a ballgame coming up this fall as well. That's going to wrap things up for us here on Bearcat Rewind. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends about the podcast. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next time.